very pleasant good morning. Welcome to Moments of Assurance Weekend here on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, your host. The program is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, Charters, and Tours. You can reach them on the web at mid-americancoaches.net. Reach me at any time also, 314-996-1520. This morning, some thoughts about the familiar account of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and how they stood up for the true God, even risking their entire lives. This is what it says in Daniel chapter 3. Therefore, at that time, certain Chaldeans came forward and maliciously accused the Jews. They declared to King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. You, O king, have made a decree that every man who hears the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, bagpipe, and every kind of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into a burning, fiery furnace. There are certain Jews whom you have appointed over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, pay no attention to you at all. They do not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. Well, then Nebuchadnezzar, in furious rage, commanded that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought to him. And he said to these men, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the golden image that I have set up? Now, if you are ready, when you hear the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, bagpipe, and every kind of music, to fall down and worship the image that I have made well and good. But if you do not worship, you shall immediately be cast into a burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you out of my hands? Now listen, please, to the tremendous confession given by these three men regarding their God and yours today. Same God in the Old Testament as in the New. This was their response to the Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar. O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If this be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. Man, what faith, <laughs> what a tremendous trust. And then they said, But if not, be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. Well, there you have it. They have said these words right in the face of the king, as if to say, no matter what you do, we will not bow down and worship any idol you set up. The Lord in heaven has given the Ten Commandments, and the first commandment leaves no wiggle room, as you know, for some sort of a vacillation toward any idol or anything, item, any person that's more important to you than God himself. Back to the account. Then Nebuchadnezzar was filled with fury, the Bible says, and the expression of his face was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, 
and Abednego. Indeed, he even ordered that the furnace be heated seven times more than it was usually heated. And the men were then thrown into the furnace. Now, the flame in that furnace, the Bible says, was so very hot that it killed the men who put those three in that furnace. Wow, how hot is that? Well, here's what happened. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished. He rose up in haste. He declared to his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into the fire? And they answered, True, O king. And he answered and said, Aha, but I see four men unbound walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. So the three men were not saved from the fire, but in the fire. And what about that fourth person? Well, the king recognized that individual as not being just a man. Undoubtedly, he was some sort of an angel or a messenger from God to save them. Indeed, these men had a complete trust that their God, the true God, your God and mine, would save them one way or another. And then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the door of the burning fiery furnace. And he declared, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, come here. And they did so. They came out from the fire. And the scripture states that the king's counselors gathered together, and they immediately noticed that the fire had not any power over the bodies of those men. The hair on their heads was not singed. Their cloaks were not harmed, and no smell of fire had come upon them. Nebuchadnezzar answered and said, I make a decree. Any people, nation, or language that speaks anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be torn limb from limb and their houses laid in ruins. For there is no other God who is able to rescue in this way. Boy, did Nebuchadnezzar change his tune or what? I'll have more on uh, standing up for Jesus Christ. That's coming up next. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, where tour professionals will assist you in selecting the package trip that fits your travel desires. Destinations such as the Amish country of Central Illinois or Hannibal, Missouri for a journey to Mark Twain country, or a multi-day trip to Mackinac Island or the Grand Canyon. Mid-American Coaches, where serving you is their privilege. 636-432-7860. Blessings astounding, opportunities abounding. Welcome back to Moments of Assurance Weekend. I've been discussing with you the account in Daniel chapter 3 of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego standing up for the true God, being willing to die for the true God, and yet an angel or a messenger from God appeared, a fourth person, and saved them in the fire. Not from the fire, but in the midst of the fire. And because of what happened, 
King Nebuchadnezzar promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. They would not have been promoted if they had not really had come out of that burning, fiery furnace. And those men did not waver, swerve, or vacillate in their confession of the true God. The Holy Spirit of God had worked faith in their hearts, and they trusted in their God completely. So how about you this blessed morning? Are you willing to stand up and confess Jesus Christ as the true God, the only way to heaven, no matter what? In short, are you willing to be thrown into that burning, fiery furnace? Well, it may not be a furnace, but someday it just could be, God forbid, if there were ever a military takeover and your back were placed against the wall that you would be told to either renounce Jesus or die that you would be placed into a position of either making a confession or not. So question, would you join Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and stand up for the true God? Or would you allow the devil, the world, and your own sinful flesh to tempt you to renounce the Lord so that you can save your life? Consider these words of Jesus. He once said, whoever saves his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Now, I would like to think that you and I would definitely not renounce the Lord, but instead confess him and stand up for him in a no matter what way. The problem is that due to your sin and mine, Jesus Christ is not always in the center of life. He's often off to the side in your thinking and in your doing. And then it doesn't take so terribly long for your convictions concerning the Lord Jesus to slip just a bit. And it's a slippery slope. And the devil enters the picture and discovers your point of weakness, your Achilles heel. That is what it is that has caused you to slip. And the devil works the slip. He works that slip until you slip even more. And pretty soon he deceives you into thinking that you haven't slipped at all. But in order for you to stand up for your Lord Jesus, he must be in the center of your life through divine worship, through prayer, through scripture and the Lord's Supper. Those things must be first and central in your life. As they are, Jesus will be in that location as well. Consider this. In the Berlin Art Gallery, there once hung an unfinished picture by Menzel of Frederick the Great talking with his generals. There was a small bare patch in the center of the picture where a charcoal sketch indicated the artist's intentions. He had painted in all the generals, but he had left the king until the last with the hope that grows ever more faint that someday he may still get the king in the center. Well, poor Menzel died before he had finished his picture. So ask the Lord to send his Holy Spirit to you through his word to get the king in the center now before it's too late. The scriptures exhort you and me with these powerful and sobering words. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Today is the day of salvation. Indeed, Jesus Christ, the one you're standing up for, stood up for you on Calvary's tree so that you might inherit eternity. He endured whippings and mockings and beatings and insults. The soldiers even shouted, if you're the son of God, come down now from the cross. 
Yet he did not waver or flinch or swerve away from you, from dying in your place, from taking upon himself all your guilt for all the times you have not stood up for him. So to stand up for him and confess Jesus in a no matter what way happens. It happens for you, even to the point of your death, as you have spiritual guts. It takes a lot of spiritual guts, and you get them from the Lord's precious and holy word. The scriptures tell you, thy word is truth. When you go to them, your convictions about Jesus will increase because you're dealing with the truth. As you do, you're going to get tougher and tougher, and your love for your Savior will increase so much that it will be impossible for you to turn your back on him. Indeed, the hymn writer was correct. Stand up, stand up for Jesus. Stand in his strength alone. The arm of flesh will fail you. You dare not trust your own. Put on the gospel armor. Each piece put on with prayer. Where duty calls or danger, be never wanting there. I pray you'll stand up for your Lord Jesus Christ in a no matter what way. Perhaps even today. Hope you've enjoyed Moments of Assurance weekend. Join me for the regular Moments of Assurance Monday through Friday or the noontime hour, Central Daylight Time. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. God's richest blessings to you this coming week. Talk to you again soon. listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518, or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.